All right, we're going to get to it fast and furious because we want to get back to some, I told Lynn we want to get back to some great worship, and I mean, not that that wasn't because that was. Uh, we want to get a chance where we have some opportunity to respond to the word. There's many times you're taught, but you don't get to do anything with it. That is not the case tonight. If you don't like that, you came to the wrong service. So uh, I've been itching for years to do this in a church setting where it's safe. I've done what I'm going to do tonight in staff settings, and it's phenomenal what happens. So prepare yourself just to get shocked. Is that all right? Is it okay? Maybe get you a little out of your comfort zone. I want you to look around the room. It's a safe place. All right? You feel it? All right, if you have your Bibles, I want you to open to uh, Corinthians. We're going to look at... You remember who left heaven and came to earth on our behalf after Jesus left? Holy Spirit. You know how much teaching is out there about him that's misunderstood? I, I got still a lot I don't understand about him. I tell him all the time, dude, I don't understand you, but I want to. And he's not offended. He's not upset. doesn't make him run off. What it does is it encourages him to show us things. So I want to show you some of the things that I'm learning in my 40-plus year journey with him. And again, I tell you all the time, I don't have all the truth. Lord have mercy. Give some guys in the pulpit a chance to grow too, okay? If I say something that's out of your comfort zone, don't get mad at me. Just say, he's ignorant. He don't know nothing. He's just a Texas boy. He's a hick. Born in Louisiana. Good grief. What do you expect? 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. Who are these people? They're Christians. They've been saved. Where'd they come out of? They were heathens. Weren't they Gentiles? That means they were heathen. I mean, anybody else a Gentile? Anybody else a heathen? Yeah, I was too. All right. Watch what he says. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I don't want you to be what? Stupid. I don't want you to be unlearned. I don't want you to be uh, ignorant. I want you to be informed. How many of you ever got into the teaching that spiritual gifts passed away with the apostles? Anybody ever get that teaching? It's still, I mean, it's still out there. It's still prevalent. It's okay. What are they saying? They're ignorant. That's not an accusation. That's just an honest truth of saying they don't know yet. You don't know what you don't know. Is that true? There's things I don't know. I'm not bothered by that. If you're bothered by that, get over it. It's okay. All right? Watch this. Verse 2. Now you know that you were Gentiles, carried away to these dumb idols. Hmm. I love Paul's language. He's just real, he's soft and sweet and just kind of tiptoes around the issues, don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. And he says, however, you were led. You just went to these dumb idols like crazy. Watch what he says. Verse 3. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the who? No one speaking by the Spirit of God does what? He 
You can't call Jesus accursed if you're being led by the Spirit. It's impossible. What did the Spirit come to do? He came to do the exact same thing Jesus did. Remember what Jesus said? Jesus said, I don't speak anything I don't hear from who? And I don't do anything that I haven't seen my Father do. If you go look that up, the Holy Spirit says the exact same thing. I can't quote the exact place, but I can tell you. He says, I came to speak what I heard my father speak, and I came to do what I see my father do. So they both are acting the same way. He's glorifying Jesus, and why? Because Jesus is the way to the father. This is the way you have a relationship. To daddy is through the son. And so the Holy Spirit's whole job is to illuminate Jesus so that you can see the father. On the same page? All right. Now watch. I'm going to show you a couple of things, and then I'm going to show you how they fall into these three categories. I'll explain my categories in a minute. All right? Watch this. Uh, verse 4. There are diversities of gifts. Note gifts go with who? I'm about to show you something. Gifts go with who? See that? Holy Spirit brings gifts. We're going to look at the nine spiritual gifts. Watch. Look at verse 5. There are differences of ministries, but the same. You see a difference between gifts of the Spirit and ministries of the Lord. Don't get them confused. They're not the same. And then three, watch. In verse 6, and there are diversities of activities, but it is the same. You ever notice that there are three different distinctions when he says gifts, uh, ministries, and then activities? What is he talking about? You know what the Holy Spirit gifts are? Take any of it. There's nine of them. You know what they are? What do we just do with gifts? We opened them. Did you not enjoy them? I don't know about you, but my little two-year-old granddaughter right now is having some serious fun because she got a ton of stuff, and she doesn't know what to play with next. That's a gift. What's a ministry? It's a calling. What's an activity? Something you do natural. It's in your personality. Who gave you your personality? Daddy. Who gives the callings? Jesus. Who gives gifts that enhance all that? Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something about gifts. I love the gifts. I'm still learning a lot about the gifts. I don't know everything about the gifts. I'm going to show you what he showed me as we get down through this. And I'll, I'll put them in three categories, and then I'm going to have you participate. What I've learned about the gifts is this. They're given to raise a standard in the body of Christ that everybody gets to come to. Take the gift of miracles. Has there been a lot of teaching on miracles? But if you get the gift of miracles, you take anybody that's operated in this gift, they're phenomenal to watch. You know, Jesus operated in the gift of miracles. 
you know that large crowds came to see him because he operated in that gift. It's a phenomenal draw. To do what? Open the door of their heart to receive Jesus. It illuminates. But the person who operates in the gift of miracles is not the special one. I've heard it taught this way, though. Oh, if you have the gift of miracles, you're the special one. No, you're not. You're just setting a standard that the rest of the body of Christ can come to. Because Jesus said, I want you to exercise the authority I've given you. It's my authority, and I've given it to you. I want you to heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out demons. Those are activities that lead to people seeing the visibility of God. The gift of miracles is the ability to see the, that God is visible. When it does, it shakes people. It gets their attention. And when you get their attention, then you can tell them the gospel. It's like deer hunting. I know, I know, I don't do it. But it's like deer hunting. You put out corn to do what? Entice them to come. And when they get there, you shoot them. I call it harvesting. Just feeding my family. When I go dove hunting... I don't go sit in fields that don't have any grain. I go sit in fields that have a ton of grain. I'm enticing them to come visit me. I want to put them in my back pouch. It's part of the enticement. God's done the same thing. He uses gifts to get people's attention. Let me show you how this works. There are nine gifts. Let's just read them, and then I'll show you, and then I'm going to show you how you're going to participate. Don't marry that chair. Don't get comfortable because you're about to get out of it. All right? Let's look at the nine for the first. We're just going to talk about gifts tonight. We're not, not going to talk about the ministry. We'll talk about that another time, and we'll talk about the personality. You know, the ministry is the call. If you're not called to the ministry, uh, in some people's, you know, if you're not a part of the fivefold, you're not called to ministry. That's hogwash. Do you know there's several mountains? Political. You know, there are people who are called by God. As bad as it is, they're called by God to go get in that mountain, and I'm glad they're there. There are people who are called to the entertainment industry. Do you realize that? That Hollywood right now is experiencing an incredible revival inside of Hollywood because people who know Jesus have been called to that ministry. It's not just the fivefold. You need to get past that. We'll talk about it another time. But there's, there's multiple mountains that you can go to. Uh, one of them is in the business world. I'm, I'm called to the business world. It's a, it's a beautiful mountain to go to. Uh, but part of that, part of my gifting is called into ministry, which is part of the church, the ministry world. I'm okay with being, you know, double. Doesn't bother me a bit. But I like both. I enjoy both. So you have to, have to watch what you're leaning towards. So we're going to go towards some of that tonight, but not in that area. We're going to go toward the gifts. All right, let's look at the nine. All right, verse uh, 7. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for whose profit? Everybody. All right, watch this. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the Spirit, to another faith, uh, same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, interpretations of tongues, and, uh, and the discerning of spirits. So watch this. I've broken, I've broken these down into three categories. I don't know how else to share them with you. This is just how my simple little Texas, Louisiana brain works. If you're over there, I'll, I'll, I'll try to swing it your way in a minute. There's nine, 
Let's break them down into the three each. There's, there's three word gifts. Prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Those are word gifts. Uh, a a uh, word of knowledge, just an example. Jesus meets the woman at the well. Hey, honey, can you get me a drink? She said, why is it you being a Jew talk to me? They have this little conversation. They have a little religious exchange. And she banters about, you know, we have you Jews. In, and he says, uh, go call your husband. She goes, I don't have one. He goes, I know. You've been married five times. She goes, I perceive you're a prophet. Major shock because she'd been married five times. Now the man she's living with is not her husband, and he tells her that. What did he use? He used a word of knowledge to do what? Get her attention. He's got it now. And then what does he do? He shoots her with the gospel. It's beautiful. It's awesome. That's a word of knowledge. Remember the young man stands up in the crowd and says, hey, teacher, 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 hey, 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 tell my brother and divide the inheritance with me. Jesus said, whoa, dude, who, who made me, who made me a what? A judge over you. I'm not your judge. You want to take that up? Take it up in court. You get a lawyer, and that's how you go get that back. But since you asked, and then he shoots him with a word of wisdom. And he talks about, don't let possessions have you. Be rich in heaven. Don't let the kingdom here consume you. Let the kingdom there consume you. He gives him a word of wisdom. And if that young man took it, it would revolutionize his life. Because he got captured by a lie that if whatever you possess, whatever you have, man, that makes you who you are. And it was a lie. He gave him a word of wisdom, set him free. He, when he did that, he got his attention with that. What he's trying to do is get him to accept the love of the gospel. All right? Word of prophecy. How many of you know the Old Testament prophets did what? They sometimes told about doom and gloom. They told future, future happenings. How many of you know, uh, I think his name is Kim Clements. You ever heard of the prophet Kim Clements? He's gone. Well, he's not gone. He's with Jesus. He's, we know where he is, but uh, he passed away. Do you know, several years ago, regardless of where you are on this political, it doesn't matter to me. I, I don't, you know. He prophesied that Donald Trump would be president. I think he did this about 10 years ago. He's foretelling something that's coming. Prophecy today is very encouraging. So in the next few weeks, we're going to dive off into all nine of these in different ways. Tonight, I'm going to paint you a broad picture. But prophetic words ought to encourage you. You ever had somebody tell you something and, and that encourages you to go forward? Something you already hear and it already bears witness with what you've got going. You remember when uh, Sean Bowles was here? Anybody, anybody get to see Sean? Okay. He stood up on this stage, and he looked over in this section over here, and there was a young lady in the youth that was sitting somewhere in the first, second row. And he looked at her, and he said, I see you doing this. Anybody remember seeing this? He goes, what is this? She goes, I scoop ice cream for a living. He goes, well, you're not doing that anymore. Matter of fact, you're going to the mission field and doing this and making money for it's not ever going to be your issue because money is about to come hunt you down. It's going to hunt you down and you're going to have more and you're going to go do ministry. So, pfft, 
You think she was encouraged? He called a couple out in the very back. I love the way he prophesies. It's phenomenal. Uh, my wife prophesies. She sees pictures. I see nothing. She said, I see this beautiful picture of something. And I'm like, where do you get this stuff? She's like, I don't know. I just see it. I'm like, I don't see nothing. It's okay if you don't see anything. I hear. I, I have a thought. Boom. Goes through. I go, I think that was God. What if I miss it? Your job, throw it away. I give you a word, and it doesn't bear witness with you. You have total permission, throw it in the trash. If it doesn't bear witness with you, so what? What I want to create tonight is a safe environment that you can actually practice in a place, and it'd be okay if you're not perfect. Is that all right? So Sean calls out this couple behind me. I'm sitting in the back section. He calls this couple, looks right over my head, doesn't give me anything. Scumbag. And uh, he calls this woman out and says, uh, he said, I think her name was like April and his name was John or something. I don't know what their names were. And he calls them by name. He goes, is that y'all's names? And they said, yes. He goes, I, I just wanted you to know I know your name. I don't have anything for you. And, you know, I was like, and he goes, I'm just kidding. You've had cancer, honey, and God has pulled in and pulled cancer out of you. And you're going to now use your hands to pull cancer out of people because you know what it's like. You think that encouraged her? He brings over to the guy, looks at the guy and says, this your husband? You're not just living with him, are you? I'm <laughs> just kidding. And he said, yes, it's my husband. I'm 23 years. I've almost killed him twice, but it's not a big deal, you know. And he says to him, sir, you're in real estate. He named the company he was with and told him what he was doing and the projects he was working on. Do you think he had their attention? Do you think he's encouraging them? I saw him call out several. He called out Andrew. Uh, Luna's I said, uh, you know, there's something favorable to you about the moon. He's married to Luna. He said, yeah, I kind of like her. I mean, there's several things. I mean, he called out uh, Aaron's wife, Jen, and told her about her business. And her business, he said, is about to explode. Do you know her business didn't explode for six or eight months? But it's blowing up right now. Exactly what he said. That's what prophecy looks like. These three seem to run in a circle. They seem to run in a, a kind of a crowd. So there are people in this room that are drawn toward this right here. Okay? Let's look at the next three. Faith, healing, and miracles. Those are the power gifts. We'll go further into faith, the most confusing topic, probably one of the most confusing topics in all the body of Christ, a lot of condemnation comes with it. If you, Don't you have faith, brother? Why don't you shut up, friend? You know. I mean, there's some stupid stuff that goes with it. And I admit it. Hey, it's happened to me too. But these run faith, moves mountains, miracles, and healing. They're all they're the power, what I call the power of gifts. There are people in the body of Christ whose hands burn. They'll sit in church and their hands burn and they don't know what it means. It means you're drawn to this gift. There are people who stand here, they, they go to the grocery store and they say, I saw a woman today. My God, I had all the thought, I knew, I just knew her. I love to sit in, I fly a lot, so I sit in airports. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And I'm reading people as they go by. I like that gift, but it's not my favorite gift. My favorite's 
in this group. But it's not taught on as much as this one is. These three have been taught on more than these three. So the body of Christ has a little more understanding of these three in the, in the word gifts than they do in the power gifts. Is that true? Okay. Then you get down to, I don't even know what to call these other than woo-woo. I couldn't come up with a term for them. You know, so you got word, power, and woo-woo. The woo-woo gifts are this. Discerning of spirits. Tongues. Oh, Lord, we're not doing that, are we? And interpretation of tongues. These three have been cut out of the body of Christ almost altogether. Now, if you were the devil and you were going to target the church and make it powerless and weak, which of these would you go after first? If I were the devil, I would go after number two. Why this makes God the most visible. I would also confuse, just like he's done in the body of Christ, over tongues, interpretations of tongues, and discerning of spirits. You know what discerning of spirits does? Very powerful. I listened to a man years ago. If you could ever get your hands on any of his teaching, he's out of Louisville, Kentucky. He was in the Baptist church of all places. That's the reason I liked him because, you know, I came out of the Baptist church. And, uh, well, I was Methodist before that. You know, I could drink before. And then I got, bad, you know, got into the Baptist and I couldn't drink anymore. <laughs> I could dance prior to going to the Baptist church, but now then I can't dance anymore. And then I met my wife, and, man, there's no dancing and no drinking. I mean, Lord, have mercy, we're in a mess. Can we get out of this denomination and get to something else? So, uh, <laughs> Finley Baird, I don't even know if Finley's still alive. He was a dentist. In two weeks, I'm going to tell you one of my favorite stories of Finley uh, when I preach on something else. But Finley, one of the things that he, he was super keen on deliverance. He could help get people free. And he could immediately say, you're dealing with this, let's get this out and you can be free. And he was phenomenal. He has such a great, he's just a little bitty man, just a phenomenal personality, sweet. He saw, he operated in the gift of faith like nobody I'd ever listened to. He had incredible favor. He would give all of his money away on a trip. And he was in some other country. He'd give all of his money away. He shows up at the airport and, uh, He's kind of walking around and say, Lord, I don't, I don't have the money to get home. He goes, I know. You gave it all away. He said, yeah, I did. And uh, how do you think I'm going to get home? He said, I don't know. I, you got an idea? I don't know, Lord. I'm talking to you. You got any ideas? And about that time, the little lady behind the desk goes, are you uh, Dr. Baird? He goes, yeah, I am. He said, well, your ticket's ready. Oh, excuse me, ma'am, I don't have a ticket. So, well, I hear you do. So where is it to? Louisville. That's where I live. He goes, is it paid for? And she says, yes. He said, who paid for it? She looked at and she goes, I don't know, somebody on the other side. Hundreds of stories just like that. What is he operating in? He's operating in one of the power gifts. It's called faith. He knows something a lot of people haven't heard yet. When you hear it and start operating this gift, it's phenomenal what will happen. Uh, this gift started operating in me when I was 25 years old. I was in the Baptist church, and I just got out of the Baptist church, and I was leaving the Baptist church. I'm making a whopping $20,000 a year. 
Don't you want to go into ministry? All in volunteers, raise your hand. I was making $20,000 a year, and the Holy Spirit said, we're leaving the Baptist church. And I said, that's good. It's bad. I don't have any money. He goes, I know. He said, but I've got it taken care of. I heard that as clear as a bell. I've got it taken care of. That's when I saw supernatural provisions I could have never, at 25, I could have never dreamt up. That's 30 years ago. I had, I had teenagers coming up and handing me, I needed 1200 bucks, handing me 1200 bucks, $1,100. And God was demonstrating something to me. I got another job. I, was, I mean, a friend of mine called me out of the blue and said, hey, I, the Lord told me to hire you. And I said, that's a good thing. And uh, so I took the job. My wife and I went to a conference. Anybody remember when James Robinson left the Baptist church and got filled with the Holy Spirit, and he started having these conferences, and guys like Jack Taylor and Jack Deere and John Wimber. Am I the only person in the room? Thank you very much back there. I appreciate that. We can go to lunch and dinner next week. All right. Uh, these guys were starting to talk about things. I had no idea. My wife and I are sitting in this conference, and I'm now I I'm making about $23,000 a year. And I heard the Lord clearly say, give your entire paycheck away. Get away from me, devil. Stop that, you scumbag. And he said, give it away. And I said, no. 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 He said, yeah, do it. I said, why? I need that. And uh, he said, I want you to give it away. And I said, one condition. He said, what's the condition? She has to agree. She says no, it's no. I said, honey. He said, okay, ask her. And I said, <clears throat> you know, we're kind of new at hearing God. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of excited. She, yeah. I heard the Lord say something. She goes, really, what did he say? He said, give our entire paycheck away. She goes, it's him. I said, dang it. No way. And then she leaned over me and she said, I heard something too. We don't have savings. She said, I heard for him, for me to give my wedding ring away. You know how long it took me to buy that sapsucker? It took a lot of payments. And I said, it's him. Go ahead. So the bucket's coming. And I'm writing the check for every dime that I'm going to make that month. Rip it out, drop it in the bucket. She drops her ring in the bucket. We just stepped out on the limb, and I heard the chainsaw. The devil has it. I don't know if you know, but he knows when you're out on a limb. He takes the chainsaw and saws the limb off, and you go into a free fall. It's phenomenal. Way fun. I'd much rather live that way than any other way in my whole life. I've tried the other way. It's a lot very boring. This way is a lot more fun. But these were when the gifts started operating in us. But when you get to the woo-woo gifts, we never got to see those operate. Finley Baird taught me about a woman who could see bondages. She could look and she goes, they have this spirit, this spirit, this spirit, this spirit, this spirit. And nobody wanted to be around her. They all hated her. And so Finley took her under his wing and said, you've got a phenomenal gift. You've got the discerning of spirits. See, most people use this as, I have the ability to see something and you're all wrong and I'm right. It, 
becomes a negative thing. He took her under his wing and said, okay, I think you have a powerful gift. The body of Christ didn't know anything about it. You're scaring the living daylights out of everybody. But it's really powerful, and I know it works. So you come with me. We're going we're gonna to work. So he brings this couple before, and he looks and he says, I want you to tell me what you see. He goes, they're dealing with this, 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 and this, and this is the major one. He goes, exactly right. You see the other one? She goes, there ain't another one. He goes, yeah, there is. Look again. She looked again. There's not another one. She said, yeah, it's the biggest one. She looked again. She said, there's not anyone bigger than what I've named, and I'm right, and you're, you're just being wrong. He goes, look again. She looks again. She goes, what are you after? She said, can you not see the Holy Spirit? And it broke her. She began to weep. She was using her gift, but she had lost the love of God. And when he got that woman trained up to seeing the Holy Spirit first and anything else that was blocking what the Holy Spirit wanted to do, it liberated her and everybody loved her because she could get to it very fast. It's a powerful gift, just not very much operation in the body of Christ. What are tongues and interpretation of tongues? Why don't we see that? Well, man, it scares the world crazy. I ain't going to that church. You know, they don't know they're talking in some kind of language we don't know about. Listen, it's a powerful gift. I, I I had a friend of mine tell me about a service. A guy stood up on the stage and gave a tongue. It was in Asian descent. The lady on the front row was from Japan. It was in her actual dialect. Told her everything she needed to know about Jesus. She fell to her knees and gave her heart to the Lord right there on the spot. It's a powerful gift. It's, it's been watered down and it's been dismissed because we don't get much of an interpretation of tongues for it. If we don't get the interpretation, then it's confusing so we'll deal more with these, but I wanted to put them in groups. What I'm going to ask you to do tonight, and the start of you getting out of that chair, is which one of these groups are you drawn to? I'm going to show you something really funny. I'm going to just say in the room, 75 people, 50 people. How many gifts? There's nine. Ten if you don't count very well. Not gifts. Wouldn't you think the Holy Spirit would break it up evenly? Maybe. All right. So here's the first assignment tonight. I want you to get out of your chair, and I want you to come make a mark on which one of these you're drawn to. I'm going to make my mark first. If you're the fifth person, make four. Is there four marks? Make the fifth. It's going to be easier to count, okay? I want you to get up, and I want you to come tell me I'm more drawn to the word gifts, more drawn to the power gifts, or more drawn to the woo-woo gifts, and make your mark. You don't have to put your initials. You don't have to write your name. We're not taking, we're not taking names. But I want you to get up and just come make your mark. What would be your first choice? If you had a first choice, I'm drawn to them all. What do you like the most? That's your mark. Doesn't matter what color. We're not going to color coordinated. I'll have to show you something really funny, though. 
JR, you can't hover at the board now. Move on. Three word gifts are prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom. Second group, faith, healing, miracles. Third group, out of the woo-woo or tongues, interpretation of tongues, and discerning of spirits. If your hands burn a lot, you're probably going to put number two. If you get pictures and, and thoughts for people, it's probably number one. Number three, I don't know what you're getting there because I've never marked that side. It may be you have something burning like you go, boom, just want to pop out, and you, but you suppress it. I don't know. Some of you say, I'm not drawn to any of those. It's okay. Holy Spirit still wants to be active in your life. This doesn't make you less of a Christian. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> which one of these are you drawn to? Which group? What, which one would you choose if you had, if, what leaves in your heart first? There you go. This is about just trying to check your heart a little bit. What do you like? Okay. Which of the nine gifts would you like to do if, if you were drawn to one of them? Which one would you want to do? You want to operate in miracles? You want to operate in prophecy, word of knowledge, word of wisdom? Or do you want to speak in tongues and interpret the tongues? Or do you want to look at somebody's life and go, you got that many demons in your life. I see it. <laughs> Is it done? <laughs> There's not a fourth choice. Uh, you'd have to take out with the Holy Spirit. See if he. That'll work. Come on, woo woo. Love you, Ray. <laughs> the woo woos. Now, you only mark one. You can't. Oh, you mark for somebody else? You can't mark for two people. I know, you're burning for both. You can't. Anybody else miss it? Did I miss you? Anybody else? Sylvia, have you marked? Get up here and mark and quit talking. Lord have mercy. Some people do not take instructions very well. Yeah. Are you sure? I knew it. All right. You see what I see? Do you see what I see? 
and she's on the move. And the last mark is, ladies and gentlemen, faith, healing, and miracles. All right, look, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 28. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 32. 12. Now there's 12. There's 12. Don't try to correct me in public. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you see what I see? This is making a major comeback. Every time that I've done this, this is always number two. This is always number one. That's always number three. Let me tell you what's happening in the body of Christ. This gift is no longer going to be stolen from the body of Christ. It is coming back, and it's coming back with a vengeance, and God is going to demonstrate himself strong. He's on the move in healing. It's the most confused topic, and I get it. I, listen, I'm, I'm looking for healing in my own body. I, I'm not, I don't cast any stones at anybody. I get it. But I'm going to tell you something. There's something supernatural happening right now in this area. It's going to rock the world. Because you pull it up on Facebook, you can pull it up on uh, FaceTime, you're going to get to see things, and it's going to go around the world at a rapid rate. But God is raising up people right now. I have prophecies in this area that I'm holding that will blow your mind. They've blown mine. And I'm sitting on it. I'm telling you what it is because I don't want your opinion. <laughs> I don't tell many people my prophecies because I don't want their opinion. I hold them close. Because I don't need any other thoughts. I'm holding what I heard. But I've got prophecies in this area. I've seen things that Jesus did, I'm going to do. And it's not going to look like anything that's in the church today. And I don't care if it hair lifts the governor of Colorado or the president of the United States. It's not going to stop what the Holy Spirit says he's going to do. I don't care. I'm reaching an age I just don't give a flip anymore. I've looked at all the massive healers in the earth. They were all in their 50s. Because they get to a point you don't care what people think. I don't care. You're offended. I'm sorry. But I'm telling you, there's something coming here. All right? This has been the most taught, and this is the most prevalent, and it's the most comfortable. It's the most accepted. You can get this in some denominational circles that is it okay. Hey, I had this thought. They don't say I had a word from God. I had this thought. And just do with it what you want. And they go, oh, that's exactly what I've been looking for. Well, I, it was a good thought. I don't know where it came from, but it was good. You, you can get that. This, you don't get anywhere. And there's no safe place to do it except in your own closet, hiding. That's a very powerful gift. So watch. How many, if you're in this group and you're, that's what you like, raise your hand. All right? I want you to move this section right over here right now, quickly. I didn't mean to go this long, but this is fun. I need five guinea, I mean volunteers. Anybody want to be encouraged? You need, you need an encouragement. Come sit on these five stools. You need some encouragement. You just, somebody to encourage you. I need, I need, yep, I need one more. You, yes, 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 yes. Everybody else is too late, too slow. Is it okay, Anna, if I give your chair away? Is it okay? I'll encourage you in a minute. Go to the far end. I need this group right here. I need you to get a word for more than one. Is it okay if you miss it? Is this a safe environment? 
Nobody's going to be mad. What I want you to do is ask the Holy Spirit, what would you like to encourage these ladies with? Deal? They can tell you what they need. No, they're not. Just <laughs> receive, okay? Go for it. How many, anybody in here need to be healed? You got something on in your body, you need to be healed. I need you to come over on this side. Come on, come on. Anybody else? Struggling with something physically, doesn't mean you're less than, doesn't mean you're not godly, doesn't mean God's not in favor, it just means you're struggling. All right, who, were, who was this group? Get to work. Come release the gift. I'll hold this group to the very end. The woo-woos have to wait. So all you're asking is the Holy Spirit to give you a word for this group. What you're doing over there is if you're getting prayed for, just hold your hands out. You're going to receive a gift. All I want you to do is use your jumper cables to take a live battery and jump off a dead battery. And you're basically going to do this. Holy Spirit, I release the very gift that's given inside of me. It's the gift of healing, the gift of miracles, and the gift of faith. And I operate in that. And I'm powerful in that. And I give it to my brother, Kurt. And I ask you right now, in Jesus' name, heal his body. And what you're doing is you're just releasing your gift. So it comes out of your hands. Uh, you feel free to touch them properly upon the shoulder. You don't have to shake their head. It doesn't make it any better. But just come by and release. You can get on the back and touch them from the back. But don't stand there anymore. Get up there and give your gift away. More than one. Three or four at a time. It, it makes the battery jump farther. You people are still sitting. Come on. Minor thought. Could be just a one word. I got, I got one word. I don't know what it means. I'm scared to give it. Stop being scared to give it and let it go. Where are my woo-woo people? All back here? I love it when y'all gather together. Okay, I'm going to ask you to do something really hard. I'm going to ask you to do something really hard. Ask the Holy Spirit for a tongue. And I want you to release it over the mic. Please, just press in for a minute. Ask him. I know it's going to scare the living daylights out of you. Just get one. I don't care if it's three syllables. Get, get a tongue. I'm going to ask him in just a minute. You just let it well up in you. But you'll be my first, okay?
you guys that are praying for healing, you can ask what their problem is. You don't have to guess. And then, you know, pray intelligently.
time's sake, we're going to wind down because I want to do some other things. Make your way back to some chair before you have to get out of it again. Get encouraged? Awesome. All right. I want to ask you to go back to your chairs. Anybody in this section encouraged? You see, when you give a word, you get encouraged. Isn't it fun to see people in the spirit? The people receiving words. You ladies, did y'all, were y'all encouraged? I, I want to ask, of the, of the five ladies that were sitting here, how many would say those words were completely accurate and touched my heart? One, two, three, four. I lost my fifth. Fifth, five, five. Wow. I want to ask you this. Who in that section, that's the first time you've ever given a word? Anybody? First time. Very first time you've ever given a word? Anybody? That's awesome. Anybody encouraged over here in the healing section? Anybody? Anybody get encouraged? Hello? Oh, back here. We got one that was encouraged. Awesome. All right. Uh, we want to do something on the woo-woo section. Now, everybody has to participate in this. Because now, what you're about to enter into is an area you've never been, most likely. What if you get the interpretation? Because she has a tongue. Every time I've done this, People who interpret have never interpreted ever before. And it's about to blow your doors off. This is really good. You ready? Well, hold it. Have you ever given a tongue before? Um, no. Okay. Not like that. This is normal. <laughs> Kino shada adonai, kino shada adonai, blessed be God, kisham, mis monti, osmeng, jigpo, kis mio, punktung, adonai, 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 adonai. Did you notice what's happening in her body? You notice when I preach, I, I don't operate that way. What's happening is the word's being formed up in her, and it's trying to come out. It'll get it more natural as she gets further down the road. But right now, this thing's been locked up in her, and she doesn't know how to get it out. And she's trying to release it. And it's beautiful. All right, who heard something off that? Don't make me call you out. I can't operate in the gift of prophecy. Just raise your hand. Who are you? You heard, you heard something. 
in the language, but you heard something now in English that's rolling around in your head. Maybe that's not your dialect. I will wait. Okay. Yep. Great. That's the start. Yes, loud. Say it again. Somebody else? Come on, woo-woos. Got some more words? And this is kind of a prophecy as well that I've kind of gotten, but it is the bridge between Israel and the United States. And so the blessed be um, God is the bridge. And so we have the Holy Spirit in Jesus and we have Torah. Yeah. And so it's bridging. Cool. Kind of a well, we've also got a president that actually wants to embrace him. Just declaring what's coming ahead. I don't care if you voted for him or not. It doesn't mean anything to me. I am interested in America being back to some of our foundations. So, okay, woo woo. You got any more? Anybody else got a word? Don't be shy. Time. This is a safe place. Nobody even laughed at it. It was wonderful. Thank you for being bold and doing something that's not normal. <laughs> Somebody else? Give me a chance. Let it out. Don't hold it in. You got one? Come here, one with the rest of the people here. I'll hold it. <laughs> uh, the riches of blood is what I heard. I didn't hear the whole thing, but that was one thing I heard when you were talking. Sweet. Smith Wigglesworth operated in this gift. He got the gift of tongues, and he told the Lord he would never use it unless he got the interpretation. It was amazing. He used that gift on both sides. And he would give a tongue and interpret, and he saw more people come to Christ than probably any man in history. But he also operated most powerfully in the gift of healing and miracles. They tried to kick him out of many cities. But he also operated in the, in the word gifts. Why? Because the Holy Spirit wants you to be powerful in every area, and whatever the need is, you need to be prepared to go. You may be drawn to one of these, but you need to operate in all nine and he's not partial. He doesn't show any partiality. He will he love to use you in spots to touch people because he loves people. He came for people. And it's not about your reputation. It's not about what you look like. It's about them becoming free and knowing God. You can get people healed all you want, but if they don't receive Jesus, they're still going to hell. Use the gifts to get them to Jesus. It's what it's for. Thank you for being brave. Rest of you chickens. So what does this say? What am, I, what am I saying in all of this? I'm going to ask the worship team to come on, wherever you guys are hiding. Come out, come out, wherever you are. I've done all of this to say one thing to you. Get off the bench and into the game. The Holy Spirit is waiting on us. We are not waiting on him. He's ready to play. He came 2,000 years ago ready to play. 
Just because you don't understand it doesn't mean that disqualifies you from using it. I don't care if you like him or not, Graham Cook is very prophetic. I normally do not use names because I, you know, I don't like him. Click, they turn you off. I don't care if you like him. He operates in this gift very powerfully. He, was in, he writes 12 or 15 prophetic words and leaves them in his briefcase. Not knowing when he'll pull them out. He was in the airport running late for a plane, running down to catch the plane. The Holy Spirit says, stop. i got to catch the plane. He goes, I'll hold the plane. <laughs> what? That woman over there, number three. Goes in his briefcase, pulls out number three. Has no idea. Walks up to her and says, I, I have no, my name is Graham Cook. Uh, uh, I hear God. And he gave me a word for you. My phone number's on the back if you have any questions. And runs. Gets there and the airplane's waiting. As soon as he steps on, the door closes. As he sits down in the seat, the phone rings. And the woman is weeping. Because she lost a son. And she died the day he died. And the pain in her heart was so overwhelming that it had shut her down for years. And the day before she went to the airport, her husband told her, it's time to live again. What was on the card? God is right now pulling the very deepest pain that's in your heart out. He, she calls him weeping and saying, I don't have any idea how you knew this, but the pain left my heart the moment I took that card, and I'm free. That's the beauty of the gift. Would you let the Holy Spirit operate in you? This is what we're going to do for the next 12 weeks where we dive deeper into allowing him to expose himself to us so that we might expose him to the world. Is that all right? Stand and let's worship. If you get a word for somebody, be obedient. Go give it. If you think you're supposed to lay hands on somebody, go do it. Be obedient, but receive and give. All right?